Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. No surprise here, but you know I gotta have my devices when I travel. I would be lost without my smartphone. I use it for directions, to find things to do, and most importantly, where to eat. I rely on it as a digital music player to enhance my experience as I explore a new place. Oh, and sometimes I even use it to make calls and stuff. That's the kind of traveler I am. And if you travel, you know what kind you are, too. That's why you go with the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am an editor at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting over across from me playing with his blocks is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. Pretty women out walking with gorillas down my street. From my window, I stare while my coffee goes cold. <laughs> Look over there. Where? Here comes Minecraft. That's what we're <laughs> going to talk about. All right. That was my, the, my NPR version. And it's yeah. Minecraft. It's good. Excellent. Great. We have had so many requests, mainly on Facebook, from fans who really wanted us to talk about Minecraft. Um, and uh, Minecraft, in case you do not know, is a game that on its surface seems pretty simple. But as you learn more about it, you realize that this is actually a pretty incredible and complex game. You just, if you look at it just based upon the graphics and the, the, um, the, the basic idea of what you're supposed to do, you would say, oh, well, th- there's nothing to this. But au contraire, I would say to that person. All right. So let's talk about Minecraft. So Minecraft, uh, 
started right around May 10th, 2009. So it's just over a year uh, or two years old when we record this podcast. Yes. Actually, I, I'm s- assuming that you're taking that directly from the Minecraft website, yes. which is... And under About the Game, Minecraft is developed by Marcus Person. It's been under development since about May 10th, 2009. So that's that's his best guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Marcus actually was inspired, at least according to his website, uh, to do Minecraft because he'd been playing this uh, another sort of similar game called Infiniminer, which I'm pretty sure was, wasn't that the, uh, the guy who, uh, came out of the earth right at the end of the Incredibles? No, wait, that's the Underminer. Right. So, no, uh, actually it was a game about, uh, mining elements from the earth and you were, I guess, a planet. The idea was that you would, you know, dig out certain elements and you would get credit for the stuff that you dug up. Yeah. Um, which actually sounds kind of cool. I had never heard about it until then. Uh, that was actually under development for a very, very short period of time from what I read. And as a matter of fact, it was only out for a couple of months. And uh, apparently a person had played it and liked the game. And then when it went away, he said, I'm going to do something similar. Yeah. And and the concept of mining in games is is not a new one. I mean, you've got uh, you've got games, especially uh, like multi massively multiplayer online games that have had some sort of mining and crafting uh, capacity in them for ages. So games like Ultima Online and EverQuest and uh, World of Warcraft have had similar kind of, of uh, concepts. Minecraft, though, does this in a very simple way. Like Again, if you look at the, the graphics, if you haven't ever seen it, I do recommend you check out some videos. There's plenty of them on YouTube. Um, they're very blocky graphics, very cartoonish. Um, they seem pretty simple, but again, that kind of is a, uh, it's deceptive because the game mechanics underneath are actually pretty complex. Yeah. Actually, when I, when I first heard somebody request this, um, and I wasn't familiar with Minecraft, I immediately, well, I looked, I looked it up and I only looked at some screenshots. I didn't really understand it. And I was thinking, well, I mean, if you're building stuff with blocks, that kind of reminds me of Lego Digital Designer, yeah. which is sort of a, a CAD system for working with Legos. And I heard somebody just now, one of the Minecraft fans, groaning and saying, no, well, no, it's not exactly like that. No, it's just that not even remotely like that. Well, if, if it's you, remotely like if that. If you just look at it on the surface, though, you that might be what you would think. So look, exactly. in general, in Minecraft, what you're doing is you're using various kinds of blocks to build structures and environments uh, in a virtual three-dimensional environment, you are playing the part of a little avatar in this, and um, and then if you're playing the the beta version, which is the version that actually is getting updated and is uh, uh, changing over time, uh, it depends on when you are when you listen to this because as of recording, that it's in beta. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? By the time this pu- this publishes, it may have a a full version out. But uh, oh, what happens is uh, during the daytime, you're safe. More or less. I mean, you can fall off of an, of a cliff and die, but more or less you're safe and you can do things like mine for resources and you can mine for resources, not just through mining, like, you know, digging. You can also get resources by attacking, say, a sheep and gathering wool. Um, again, this is not un, an uncommon game element. Yeah. It's in a lot of this game mechanics in a lot of games, but then what happens is at night, the monsters come out. Yes, they do. And uh, so what you – ideally what you do is you use the the resources in the virtual world to create uh, structures for you to stay safe in at uh-huh. night mm-hmm. while you also continue to build more complex um, uh, elements. And the interesting thing to me about Minecraft is not just that you can build 
uh, a castle, let's say. Mm-hmm. But you can build a castle of different materials. It's not you're not limited to like this is your block. This is you know you use this block to build things. You know, it's and you might have different colors of blocks, but they all have the same properties. That's not the case with Minecraft. Minecraft, you actually can create blocks that have unique properties. Oh and, man! Um, according according to the website, yeah, there there are seventy seven different types of blocks at this point. Yeah, uh, I, I of all kinds. According to the Minecraft wiki, yes, I also visited that for my research. Yeah, they have. You can think of uh, they have recipes. All right. That's what you get, like the the recipes you have of combining various resources within the game and and what the outcome is. Yeah. So like if you have a a block of type A and a block of type B, you can combine them to create a block of type N. Yeah. And in this case, they said there are currently 144 recipes. Yow. So let's say let me let me scroll down and find something that's kind of interesting. So if you think about it, um, if you're not familiar with the game, you think about it, you have elements Um, like for example, uh, sodium and oxygen. Yeah. You could, you know, and hydrogen, you can combine them to make elements. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You can combine, combine them to, to make molecules of different something right. else. Sort so of. Using yeah. a scientific sort of. It's more thing. on a, it's more on a macro scale, but like, here's an example. Let's say you want to build a pickaxe. Okay. So if you wanted to build a pickaxe in Minecraft, you would need as your as your ingredients in your recipe, you would need some sticks. Yes. Uh, which you can also create through wooden planks. But you would need sticks uh, plus a wooden plank, or you would need a sticks plus cobblestone, or sticks plus iron ingots, or sticks plus gold ingots, or sticks plus diamond gems. So the wooden plank, cobblestone, iron ingots, gold ingots, or diamond gems would serve as the actual um the actual pick part of the pickaxe like the pick and the axe as opposed then the stick would be your handle uh-huh now you would ask you might ask yourself well why would i even bother trying to to find a diamond gem or create a diamond gem if i could just make a pickaxe using a stick and a wooden plank well the tools in minecraft have a limited number of uses and uh, so if you're going to use a pickaxe to mine more materials, uh, the the number of uses that pickaxe has is dependent upon what the pickaxe itself is made out of. Right. So if you use a softer metal like gold, it wouldn't hold up as well as something like iron, which is tougher. Yeah. So if you are going for uh, if you're going for a really long term tool that you want to be able to use over and over again, you want to use the stronger materials, which are, of course, harder to get in most cases. Of course. So uh, it's it's interesting. You know, it's a part of your strategy is that, OK, well, how much effort do I want to take in order to get the raw materials I need to make a tool so that I can get more raw materials? Well, it depends on how fast you need to work before nightfall. Yeah. And it also depends on what your eventual goal is. Like, yes. Uh uh, you know, do you want to create something that is is functional? Do you want to create something that is decorative? Do you want to create something that is both? Do you want to create something that is innovative that no one else has managed to do yet? Um, if you want to do that, you're going to have to really start working soon because I've seen some pretty incredible stuff made in Minecraft. Now, talking about incredible stuff made in Minecraft, uh, there, there are two versions of the game that are out in the wild. Uh-huh. There's the beta version, which is the one that keeps getting updates and right. gets new elements added into it over time. And then there's the classic version. Right. Now, classic, you could think of as kind of just a giant sandbox. Yeah. You can go in and build or 
destroy if you're one of those kind of people to uh, anything you like within uh, a game on a server. So you can actually have a, a, a game of Minecraft playing on a server and invite the people you know to come and play uh, Minecraft there or build on Minecraft there. And if you're using the classic system, you don't have to worry about monsters hunting you down and killing you. It's really just a place for you to play and build stuff. Now, granted, you don't have all the materials available to you that you would in the beta system because, again, classic's not getting updates. So it's going to have you know, the, the, the amount of resources you have is set yeah, in it, classic. It, it's fixed. No yeah. changes. So that doesn't, that hasn't stopped people from creating some pretty amazing objects in Minecraft. We've mm-hmm. seen a few just, there, we watched some videos a few, uh, oh gosh, it's been a few months now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I remember seeing one where someone created a, a globe of the earth and it was huge an enormous globe i mean not to scale because that would have been a little too much wow but yeah it was an enormous globe and it was fairly accurate it was missing a few blocks because there were some vandals who showed up and destroyed some of the blocks and you do get that occasionally if you have your your creations on a server that has got a very open policy you're going to get some jerks in there it's just the way the world works, unfortunately. Not unlike real life. Yeah, just like real life. But yeah, I remember seeing that globe, and it was really impressive. And it had a hole at the very top of the globe where you could go to the very top and fall down. And also in classic mode, you don't die if you fall off a cliff. So Because uh, the, the, the focus in classic mode isn't the game element where you're trying to stay alive and, mm-hmm. and flourish. It's all about creating. Right. So, uh, yeah, in this version, you, you could actually go inside the globe and see what was on, uh, what they had built on the inside, which was also kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was another one I showed Chris that I thought was really neat, which was uh, a person who was trying to build a scale model of the Starship Enterprise in Minecraft. That's pretty amazing. We should actually check and see if that's been updated because we looked at it months ago and it was, it was in a pretty good, like it, it wasn't finished by any means, but it was going along pretty well. And uh, this was a, a guy who was actually trying to create these the Enterprise based off of plans from various Star Trek source books, yeah, and uh, including all the decks. So it wasn't just that he had the shell of the Enterprise there. He wanted to build it so that you could actually go inside and explore the Enterprise as if you were a crew member, mm-hmm. which, you know, for geeks like me, that's pretty amazing. It's a painstaking process to get that much detail in there, though. Yeah. Um, I remember that he had created some way where he created sort of like a macro where he had built the, the frame through some weird means and then was able to import that into Minecraft. I don't remember the details. I remember it's in the video, though, that that was pretty neat that he wasn't he didn't have to do it block by block, in other words, which would take. I don't know how many hours. Yeah. Even so, even with that that added element in where he had been able to build a lot of it automatically, it was still just the the kind of like the skeleton of the enterprise. It wasn't everything by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But that that's pretty phenomenal. And, and like I said, there are a lot of uh, of cool uh, examples of people who have built some amazing structures out in Minecraft. But that's even that's just the beginning. Um, have you seen any of the Minecraft roller coasters? No, actually I haven't. So there are various ways to build roller coasters in Minecraft. You can actually build rails or the ones I, I've seen a lot of are, um, the, uh, uh, not rails, but are, uh, they're waterways. Mm-hmm. So you build like essentially a giant water slide and you create uh, an enormous, uh, structure that is going to be the, is going to be really 
tall so that gravity, the gravity of the virtual world can pull the water along. And then you create a little boat to ride in. And then you can just ride on down the, the whole length of the, um, the, the, the water slide. And I saw someone who created one that was, uh, huge. I mean, it took hours to ride all the way down and it went essentially like the equivalent of what it would be to ride a water slide from, uh, New York to Georgia is crazy. Wow. That's pretty impressive though. Yeah. It also would be, you'd have to pick a real particular time of year for that to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, even then, these elements, that's still just scratching the surface. What has truly blown my mind is the fact that within Minecraft, all these different objects that you can build, among them are uh, uh, not just the transportation things, but the mechanism recipes. Now, mechanism recipes allow you to create electronic components or, or electronic component analogs within the Minecraft world. Well, yes, but how could you possibly do that? Well, it, it, they have designated, they being, you know, uh, uh, the, the creator of the game has mm-hmm. designated certain objects to have particular, uh, uh, features that are equivalent to electronic features. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, the redstone torch. Uh, now torches normally, they just, just generate light. Yeah. You know, they're not, they don't do anything else like that. But a redstone torch, what it does is it constantly sends an electrical charge or it can be used as a receiver transmitter when connected, uh, to the side of a block and can also be used for low level lighting. So if you just want some low level lighting, you could do that. But if you wanted to use it as a switch, uh, you could, you could create a, you know, and it creates this electrical charge. Then you create a pathway for that electrical charge to, to go down. You can also create, uh, levers and buttons. Um, uh, you can create little note blocks. You can create uh, uh, a dispenser, which is uh, used to hold and shoot out uh, items in a random order. Um, you can create what's called a redstone repeater, and that is uh, uh, used in circuits as a repeater delayer or a diode. And so, you know, you've got these basic elements that are used in electronics. Um, and if you put them into Minecraft in the proper way, you can actually create very simple computers. I've seen people who have created calculators. I've seen people who have created uh, an actual computer by building enough of these circuits together so that it does computation. You can give it uh, a computer problem and it'll work it out. Um, I've also seen people use the music generating Blocks and you know there are ways where you can adjust the pitch and tone of of the block. Maybe it's just the pitch; it may not be the tone, but you can adjust the pitch of the, that the block makes when it's activated. Mm-hmm. And then by creating the right set of circuits so that the electricity flows in a particular uh, a direction and order, you can create music. You put all enough of these blocks around, and it'll start playing in sequence depending upon the pathway you have built using these these virtual circuits. You could create a music synthesizer or you can actually create a, an automatic song. So, you know, you, you become obsessed with that new pop tune. You end up figuring out what notes that pop tune plays. You create it in Minecraft and it's this enormous, like, it's a landscape. You're actually looking at a landscape that represents a song and then you hit a little switch and it plays the song. Uh, and then you put it on YouTube and everyone criticizes you for it. Yeah. And then eventually you have uh, Sony Music contact you and tell you to take it down because it's infringing copyright. Exactly. And then you say, this is transformative. And then there's a big legal lawsuit. And then Jonathan has a meltdown because of 
we're getting off track. Yeah. Actually, our longtime listeners have heard that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the game itself, I mean, the essential components you'll find in the, the, uh, creative game, the, uh, the one that's set forever and ever, you know, just learning how to, to get around in the environment. Um, but if you want to, to, uh, play Minecraft yourself, um, it's not hard. You, uh, you will need to pay to get into the beta though. Yeah. Uh, which is less than, than you would pay for the final version. Um, I don't know that anyone's actually said what the final version would cost, but the game has been so successful that, uh, Notch, as he's known, uh, has been able to look into the possibility of hiring some people to help him out with development. Yep. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so, you know, you would need to do that if you were, you were going to do that. But, uh, once you get in, then you start to learn more about the environment that he's, uh, created for you. Now we've mentioned that there are many, many different kinds of, of, uh, core blocks and then you can use them to buy, to build other things um you'll also find that when you move around that you have uh you know you'll see things like food yep uh, which you can actually craft yourself depending on what it is that you want to eat i guess yeah uh, and food of course converts into health right. in the game because mm-hmm. yeah there are these monsters that are out there and they can hurt you or you can get hurt if you fall too far that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and you can you can create weapons and armor as well to help protect you against monsters you can also use uh create vehicles to get you around yep um uh, like i said with the rails you can create minecart rails and that's essentially what i was talking about with the roller coasters mm-hmm. but uh what you'll encounter when you uh travel around other than environmental things like that and the things that you build are mobs and those are the different kinds of other creatures that you're going to find as you travel around in Minecraft. Now, yeah. mobs uh, could be good or bad or neutral. Um, sort of depends on what you're uh, short for. Actually, it's probably mobs because it is short for mobile, according to the Minecraft wiki. So pardon my mispronunciation. No, uh, everyone calls them mobs. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, that's that's a term that's been used in uh, in various um various games like oh, okay. not just not just minecraft but the, any any normally it's used for monsters but it's any uh uh c- any creature that's being controlled by the game itself not being c- controlled by a player yes okay um well you can uh you can team up with a wolf if you want to uh you might run into pigs sheeps sheeps i don't know i'm i'm just hungry like a wolf you could also run into pigs or sheep. Are you talking about the sheeps in the fields? The sheeps in the fields. The cows, chicken, <laughs> or about black sheeps? I don't like you anymore. Oh, Zara. But then you have some uh, some creepy stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, you might run into zombies or skeletons or spiders. Oh, my. Yes. Uh, uh, although these are all blocky. Yes. It is, it is kind of funny because, you know, if you think about something like World of Warcraft. Yeah. And we're talking about... Creatures that have been designed with uh, a huge polygon count so yeah. that they are, they render, you have to have a, a, a great graphics card to render this realistically. So, and, and lots of memory and a high powered processor or, you know, reasonably high powered processor. Right. To, to render this so that it looks real. I mean, these, these creatures are roundish. They have, you know, skin. They drool when they open their mouths they and have scream lots at you. Of, they have lots of points of articulation as well. Yes. So, for example, and the reason why I bring that up is I'm watching a video about Minecraft right now and it's hilarious watching the little man run around because he has no knees. Yeah. Like, you know, the legs are just straight. So when they run, there's just these straight sticks that move back and forth. 
And you think, well, look at how sophisticated some of the other games on the market look right now compared to this. And and then you wonder, well, how could this be so popular? And I think the answer to that is the gameplay is really, really advanced, and it gives you so much freedom to do various things. And it, it it's such an outlet for creativity that people have really taken off with it, right? I mean, it's not like you know other games where you get to play in a world, but that not that world isn't your world, yeah, right? Oh, and, and I'll I'll take this as an aside, um, and I'll. I promise to keep it short, but if you think about it, it's sort of like the Wii uh, intruding yeah. on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 because people, a lot of people who were the the hardcore gamers at the time the Wii was introduced were saying, how can Nintendo compete with a processor that won't even do full 1080 uh, lines of resolution? You know, right. we, we have these big screen TVs and, and they... You know, it's not going to look as good. It only has, you know, DVD level resolution, 720. And it, it turns out that the gameplay, uh, and using the Wii Remote was innovative enough and cool enough for so many people that they bought it, even though it wouldn't do as high a resolution as you could do with these other machines. And I think that's what works for Minecraft is that the gameplay, uh, is sometimes ignored in favor of, um, really hot graphics with all kinds of things in enormous worlds but if the gameplay isn't there the game isn't going to do as well and minecraft being an independent game developed you know initially by one person uh is doing amazingly well because of the gameplay and because it's got you know you have certain simple elements and then there's a uh, an underlying complexity of the world that just makes it irresistible to some people yeah and um i mean it's it's gotten so big now that there's there's a real community Around Minecraft. Oh yeah, um, and they've all been sending us comments on Facebook. Yeah, it's not just like it's not just people who are playing Minecraft. There are people who are getting together mm-hmm. to do uh, big events. Like there's the Minecraft Con. Minecraft Con 2011 is taking place in Las Vegas. Really? Um, or at least that's I think that that's one of the choices that they were looking at. Um, and so it's the the. I don't think it's set in stone yet. I think that that's according to the World of Notch, which is the official blog for Minecraft. Right. Uh, that's the that's the main choice right now is Las Vegas. But then there's a lot of people who are saying, "Hey, but I want to go to. I want it to be closer to where I live. So put it, you know, somewhere else." Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're talking about uh, like the possibility of it being a this, this convention of Minecraft players who all get together and. And share notes essentially mm-hmm. about things that they've created and and ideas that they have, uh, both for what is possible in the game right now and what might be possible in the future. Um, there are new elements being added to the the game all the time, including things like environmental elements. So it's not just a, a static world mm-hmm. uh, that only has daytime and nighttime. Uh, there's there are more elements to it than that. What? I, I wish you'd never shown me that BBC video with the animals. Because anytime daytime, somebody said, "Nighttime, daytime, <laughs> nighttime." Anyway, Steve. Um, yeah, it's a it's a uh, an interesting phenomenon to me. I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned the 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 connection to Nintendo, at, at least as far as gameplay is concerned. What I'm wondering is if they can, if Minecraft can avoid the pitfalls that Nintendo fell into, which is that. Nintendo had a problem in that uh, people would adopt it really quickly. Casual gamers adopted the game. But uh, one of the issues about casual gamers is they're not the kind of gamers who will go out and buy 
the next game as as frequently as hardcore gamers do. Like mm-hmm. casual gamers, they they don't play the game games as often as frequently. So they might have a collection of four or five games and that's good for them. They're fine because they don't play it that frequently. They're not getting tired of it or they may just forget about the the system entirely and it just kind of sits off to the side and it doesn't get played very much. Uh and then the problem with that is that Nintendo doesn't have an ongoing stream of revenue because they're not selling games. Part of that issue players might argue is that Nintendo kind of hurt when it came to compelling games for the Wii. Mm-hmm. There just weren't as many of them out there as there were for the other systems, according to some gamers. Uh, I I happen to be one of those, but I'm just saying I know that there are other points of view out there too. Right. Um, but if Minecraft can avoid that where you, you don't have people suddenly lose interest or maybe not even suddenly, but gradually lose interest and then the game just kind of suffers for it. Uh, if they can avoid that, I I would really be curious to see what comes out of this game in the next couple of years because what it really tells me is that there are some incredibly creative people out there yes. who are uh, really, really good at thinking <laughs> outside, outside the, the box. box. I didn't want to use that, but then I realized it was too late. It's outside the cube. Yeah, outside the cube. And, uh, you know, like I said, if you want to really see what's possible in Minecraft, just go to YouTube and type in Minecraft and you're going to see dozens and dozens of videos, some of which are, you know, some of them are going to be those typical little videos where you watch it and you're like, I don't even see what the point of that was. But there are other right. ones that are really, really impressive where people have built these complex mechanisms where you hit a switch on one side of the map and a door all the way on the other side of the map. And these maps can be enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, a door on the other side of the map opens and you think, wow, that's, you know, it took a lot of work to create that. Now you might also ask, what was the point of that? <laughs> but you know, that's another element. I mean, I would, I would be curious to see if they start building into th- in things like creating a device that, that, uh, triggers something essentially wirelessly. Mm-hmm. Like you create a transmitter and a receiver and they are unique to one another. So only one transmitter will activate a specific receiver. Mm-hmm. And then you put that receiver on a device where when the receiver receives a signal, it triggers an electrical, electric uh, uh, chain of events that will cause something to happen. Well, like, that would you... be a cool thing to add in there. Yeah, definitely. Will it, will it help you fend off the spiders? Um, I was thinking of a, uh, a thing that when you hit a switch, then across the room, uh, uh, Funky Town would play. And spiders love dancing to Funky Town. So you could actually distract them long enough to squish them. There are records in Minecraft. Yeah. And you can put them into a jukebox. Yes, you can build a jukebox. And play, uh, and play music, which again, I find that fascinating. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting to see. There are, there are a lot of games, indie developed games that, uh, have provided a good launching pad for, other series or for the, the career of a developer. I think it's safe to say that, um, Notch is probably doing, is, is probably going to get a lot of attention out of the Minecraft phenomenon because yeah. I don't think it's even remotely close to being, uh, extinct at this point. I think it's still on the rise and will be oh, for some sure. time to come. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's right now, I would say it's still kind of a fringe thing that Minecraft hasn't reached, uh, full blown, uh, uh, awareness in the market. Um, it's more so than when I first discovered it ages ago, but 
it's one of those things that I think uh, it's still kind of a, a relatively small community of the potential community this game could have. So I'm sure that over time we're going to see even more people discover and adopt this game and create even more amazing uh, uh, creations in, in this world. And not to mention the fact that you know you're going to keep seeing the world itself evolve over time, and you're going to have to you you'll have to be more creative because. Yeah. The game will become more and more difficult to uh, to navigate if you don't engage those creative uh, muscles in in the old noggin. So yeah, I definitely think that this is something that that um, has a lot of room to grow. I, I wonder if it's something that you could see on consoles, perhaps um, as something you can download, um, you know, or or maybe even acquired by one of the the major developers. I'm sure. Again, I just heard some of the uh, Minecraft fans out there who prefer it. No. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it bears some similarity to some other games that kind of got the strong community around them, like a little big planet. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that as well. So I could definitely see the potential for, uh, for consoles to be interested in it. Uh, although depending on the executives for those consoles, right? Cause if the executives are all tied up about graphics, and and uh, that right. kind of element, like I want it to look really, really good. It has to look state of the art. They might not be able to get past the fact that they, these characters are much more blocky and almost comedic, really, in their appearance. Right. Uh, but that that simplicity is deceptive, like we've been saying. So maybe there's some executives out there who can look past the blocky aspect of this game and see it for what it really is. And then, yeah, who knows? You might be able to get. Uh, a cool version on one of the console games. Although the problem you have there is how do you host the worlds? Do you host the worlds? Like, do you have it where you would be able to create servers like you can in Minecraft or would everybody share in the same big virtual world? Because then you would, the troll problem becomes enormous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or maybe you have a region in that world that's just yours and you can give keys to the people that you like and they could come and check out your stuff. I don't know. I mean, th- th- these are problems that I would be thinking of because I wouldn't I would hate to spend a lot of time and creativity in building right. something and then come in and log in the next day and just see that some some jerk had gone in and, and totally taken out half of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah, looking at you jerks. <laughs> you know who you are. On the other hand, yeah. I would never have expected Angry Birds to do as well as it has and be available on all the different platforms it is, especially since it is, as many sure people you, say, a, a clone of a different game. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to say the name out loud or else it summons them. <laughs> the birds? Yeah. Or the pigs? No, maybe. At coincidence, does you know Minecraft has pigs? There you go. It's all part of a plot. It is. It's a swine plot. All right. Well, uh. That's the way the swine flew. You know, I was about to say, that's the weird thing about Angry Birds. It's not the swine that flew. Anyway, yes. uh, we're going to wrap this up because we're getting a little loopy in here. So you guys, if you have another specific topic you want us to talk about, and, uh, and if you have not seen Minecraft, I do urge you to check it out. It is pretty neat. It's neat. You know, it's, it's especially for people who like to build stuff. It's neat for you guys. So all you guys out there who love Legos and things like that, check it out because it, it's got a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. But if you have a specific topic you would like us to cover, you can let us know on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle there is TechStuffHSW, or you can send us an email. That address is TechStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. And Chris and I will talk to you again really soon. 
Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join House of Work staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The House of Work's iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? We all can't help but wonder what adventure lies just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUV has the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.